Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Football Full Circle begins here on a Thursday live on Sports Grid Radio and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens alongside Joe Lisi yet again on this Thursday afternoon as we get things rolling. The focus, Joe, this week, the National Football League. Voluntary OTAs going on around the NFL this week. Organizations back together. Coaches in front of the media. Players back at practice. Tons to get to from an odds perspective here on this Thursday FFC. This is what it's all about, Ben. We wet the palette a little bit yesterday talking about the Arizona Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray. What do we get out of this team moving forward? Are they contenders in terms of the NFC? And then there's some other teams that we really want to see how what the product looks like this season, mm-hmm. right? A team in particular that's been front and center stage in terms of the bottom dwellers, Seattle Seahawks. What do they look yeah. like with Drew Locke potentially as their starting quarterback? Do they make a move maybe? potentially for Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield as OTAs progress or as we get into the months of uh, June and July. This is what it's all about because I, I got to be honest with you. It is intriguing to me. I can't imagine Pete Carroll being at the pinnacle of college football, winning back-to-back national championships, going to the NFL, winning a Super Bowl, and then just walking through the motions in a complete rebuild with this young team right now. Yeah, it's going to be so interesting to see what Seattle does because the landscape for the Seattle Seahawks over the past decade now looks a ton different heading into 2022. Obviously, the biggest piece that is no longer in the Pacific Northwest is Russell Wilson, now the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. And speaking of those Broncos, Joe, it's Seattle at home with the 12th man behind them hosting the Denver Broncos, the opening Monday night football game of this 2022 NFL campaign and based on those odds Joe I actually expect a slightly bigger line by the time we get to that first Monday night in early September because right now the early look ahead number is in favor of the road team in the Broncos but they're only laying four and a half Joe with an over under that stands at 42 in a hook the four and a half not nearly as large as what it would be if it was in Denver in the Mile High City or even what I would really expect because I am not very optimistic on this Seattle team, not only offensively, but also what they lost on defense as well. 
Yeah, that's going to be the question mark, right? They lose Bobby Wagner. They lose the heart and soul of that defensive unit that held them together for years, right? Jamal yeah. Adams does come back. I mean, what is the identity? You brought it up right then and there. I think they're going to be more of a ground and pound type of attack with a physical offensive line. They sure. showcased that at the second half of the season with Rashad Penny, who I believe is going to be a breakout star. He's going to be up there as long as he's healthy and they re-signed him. Rashad Penny will be there with the likes of Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry this year. He might get potentially 1,400 yards in that offense, Ben. That's a big take right there, Joe Lisi, but I like even in the pessimism of Seattle Seahawks football, finding that silver lining offensively. <laughs> it seems certainly, Joe, with the quarterback uncertainty for the Seattle Seahawks in that signal caller spot and seeing as they've invested in the running back position, also drafting Kenneth Walker III out of Michigan State this past NFL draft as well, they are going to be a ground and pound team. And we know that throughout Pete Carroll's tenure, even having the wizardry, of Russell Wilson at times playing that quarterback position. He loved to establish the run. That has been his credo even to the ire of some fans around the NFL, specifically in there in Seattle, that have wanted to see a more forward-thinking NFL offense, a little bit more engaging, a little bit more creative. They have been very ground and pound, but Bobby Wagner no longer there on the defensive side of the ball, staying within the division. Now a member of the Los Angeles Rams, some of those staples of the Legion of Boom, of course, no longer there as well. Some talent up front in their defensive line, but I'm not overly optimistic by this Seattle team, Joe, and really neither is the FanDuel Sportsbook. We mentioned that four-and-a-half-point spread for the opening Monday night of the season. Of course, the drama taking on their forward quarterback in Russell Wilson, now the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. But when you look at Seattle's team win total, just five-and-a-half, Lisey. The over has the juice at minus 135, but just five-and-a-half. That's not a win total we've seen on Seattle much in the last decade. No, and, and they took a major step back in terms of productivity, in my opinion, with Russell Wilson at the helm last year. Now, I understand he broke the finger. That was a concern, but he ran 43 times less last year than he did the previous season. I mean, 183 yards less in terms of the ground. That's all he had last year, I believe, was 183 on the ground. I mean, that offense looked much different than it did a couple of years ago when they made a run. So, I, I, right now, I think that Seattle takes the approach. We're going to try and sustain drives. We're going to try and shorten games. We're not sold on Drew Locke, but we have some players there, let's be honest. I mean, if you look at the running back position, Kenneth Walker, Rashad Penny, that's as good as a one-two punch as long as they're healthy that I'll put up against any team in terms of the NFL. And then on top of that, you get an athletic tight end with Noah Fant. You have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. The only mm. problem from an offensive perspective is the consistency of the quarterback position. Can they channel that to get me Maybe, I don't know, 62% completion percentage from, from Drew Locke this year? Can that, can that be asking a lot, Ben? I think it's asking a lot of Drew Locke to go above 58% completion percentage. It will be so fascinating, Lisi, to monitor the Seahawks this year. As they give Drew Locke that new opportunity in a new system with a new team, maybe that's a better spot for him, a better organizational fit. But if it doesn't work out for Drew Locke, how does Seattle's plan change later in the year as they look maybe to the NFL draft a season from now? We keep it rolling on Football Full Circle next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Back on Football Full Circle, Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens kicking it around. Ben's dealing with some technical difficulties. We'll get him back in a couple minutes. We left off talking about the Seattle Seahawks. They do face off against the Denver Broncos and their former quarterback, Russell Wilson, right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Denver instilled as a four and a half point week one favorite minus 110 either way 42 and a half is the total and I brought it up in the last segment and just looking at this line right now I'm inclined to take Seattle week one I know you call me crazy you say I'm off my rocker won't be the first time that Lisey's been called that but you know one thing about Russell Wilson that I saw last year is his hesitancy okay he wanted to stay in the pocket he wanted to become a pocket passer that's great if that's what your role is if that's what you've developed and progressed in terms of your career Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks in terms of breaking contain keeping his eyes down the field and locating wide receivers on the run and when it's not there tucking it and running and that's where he made his bread and butter and that's why he led the Seattle Seahawks to two Super Bowl appearances now he didn't want to take that approach anymore he wanted to showcase he could be like Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and you know what he was not as effective even though he compiled stats in big spots, he did not run when he had to. And, and unfortunately, I can't buy into Russell Wilson until I see a different approach. Now, when he came to Denver, he he got all the players around him. He got all the marquee stars, and they were all buying into his residence down in, I think it was where uh, Palm Springs, he was wearing the Denver Broncos helmet, the poncho, the towel, a la Tom Brady. He absolutely looked ridiculous, i got to be honest with you. Everybody's not wearing a helmet. Russell Wilson wearing the helmet and the towel looked like an absolute fool uh, in that that cameo uh, for the cameras. But that being said, in order for Denver to take the next step, they need Russell Wilson to be the old Russell Wilson of old. Break contain, utilize your legs, and then when it's not there, then chuck it over the top. He doesn't have the luxury of DK Metcalf. Jerry Judy has off-the-field issues. And when I go back to Seattle right now, and I said that I'd be inclined to take Seattle week number one, 
in that ball game. It's strictly for the fact of I, I think it's going to take a while for him to get acclimated. You know, he utilized Pete Carroll. He utilized all the the ineffectiveness and the inconsistency of the offensive line on his lack of productivity or a lack of explosive plays down the down the stretch. But you know what? Until I see it right now, Ben, I can't buy into Russell Wilson week one. I always think that there's a timing perspective when it comes to you know a quarterback working with wide receivers, and we're, we're going to see it now. Not just with Russell Wilson, but Aaron Rodgers as well, working with a young wide receiver core in Green Bay. There's so much optimism, right, as well, Lisey, for the Denver Broncos this year, right? As soon as Russell Wilson went over to Denver, they became one of the favorites in the AFC. Some of the top five best odds to not only just win their division, but a conference championship. They're plus 260 right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook to win the AFC West. Sure, it's the third price out of four teams within that division, but it's only a dollar and five cents behind the favorites being the Kansas City Chiefs. And when you look at that AFC championship market, the Denver Broncos are plus 850, tied with the LA Chargers, another divisional foe for the third best odds in that entire conference there's such a high level of expectation and Denver is great defensively as we have seen but now it's a new regime Vic Fangio prided himself only really on defense how does that new regime work with Russell Wilson now on the other side and Nathaniel Hackett is your head coach might that take away from what Denver was so good and one of the reliabilities we knew of Denver and what we saw defensively last year there's so many question marks and there's so much optimism Joe and hope for some of these teams in the AFC but the only team we've really seen prove it is the Kansas City Chiefs time and again hosting an AFC championship game each of the last four years advancing to the Super Bowl two of the past three of course the Bengals were the ones to knock off the Chiefs this past go around in the AFC championship game but even the Bills Lisey I find fascinating because Buffalo I feel got more love in the marketplace, if you will say, for losing that outstanding AFC divisional game against Kansas City, one of the best football games we have ever seen there. I almost felt Buffalo got more love from that, Joe, than Kansas City did. Like, the optimism that Buffalo was here and had arrived on that stage with Josh Allen and would be here moving forward meant more than the idea that Kansas City actually won the football game and did what we expect KC to do each and every year. That's why the AFC continues to fascinate me this offseason it does and I go through every team even in the AFC Ben and you can make a potential weakness of every single team whether it be offense or defense there's either one particular unit that you're concerned about even with the Buffalo Bills to your point right I mean they get rocked by Pat Mahomes and Tyree Kill in the last two minutes of that ball game right in Arrowhead they lose mm-hmm. in dramatic fashion but there were a couple of games that stood out I mean Jonathan Taylor put up five touchdowns and a buck seven on that front seven. Damian Harris and the New England Patriots in the middle part of the season pounded the rock for 213 yards on a Monday night game when everything was hanging in the balance. So you do have concerns. The lack of focus or whatever it was throughout last season for Buffalo, yeah, they did start peaking throughout the playoffs, but you cannot afford those mental lapses throughout the year because one loss when you don't expect it, a la Jacksonville, gets 
spot. You could be on the outside looking in for a playoff appearance, and then that bet goes right down the toilet. Same thing with Kansas City. I mean, do we really know how that offense is going to look, even though they have complementary pieces now? Miko Hardeman, you have Juju Smith-Schuster, Valdez Scantling are there, but we don't know the quarterback-to-wide receiver relationship. And on top of that, the pressure on Eric Bieniemy. If they loved Eric Bieniemy so much, Ben, why did Andy Reid and the the offensive staff only sign him to a one-year deal in in regards to that? That's a head-scratcher to me. Maybe, hopefully, to give Eric Bieniemy another shot at being a head coach in the NFL because you don't have to keep him down for that long. But we haven't really seen that in contract perspective in the NFL really stop any head coach from having an opportunity out there in the NFL landscape. It's going to be so interesting, Joe, this year when you had some of the biggest wide receivers in the game find themselves in new places. Of course, Devontae Adams no longer with the Green Bay Packers. He is now a Las Vegas Raider. Tyreek Hill no longer with the Kansas City Chiefs. He is now in Miami playing for the Dolphins. It'll be fascinating, Joe, from this perspective. Was Tyreek Hill a product of the system in Andy Reid's beautiful offensive mind? Or was Tyreek Hill so good elevating what that explosive Chiefs offense has done the past three or four seasons in the NFL? We could make the same argument in Green Bay. Did Aaron Rodgers have back-to-back NFL MVP seasons? And obviously Aaron Rodgers is a much larger sample size than even what we've seen with Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. But was Aaron Rodgers playing at an MVP level at this later portion of his career the past two years because he had Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the NFL out there his primary target or was Devontae Adams one of those primary targets and at the tops of the NFL because his quarterback is a two-time reigning NFL MVP it'll be fascinating to see if there's a discernible difference if both players and both systems are still very very good or if one made the other that will be something to monitor throughout this NFL campaign for sure Lisey Oh, without a doubt. And I think other teams are taking a wait-and-see approach as well. Because if we see uh, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill put up dynamic numbers with both Tua and Derek Carr, guess what? There's going to be teams jockeying for some of the free agent wide receivers and throwing a boatload of money at them because, you know what, maybe the quarterback isn't the most important piece to an offense. And it will be so fascinating to see just exactly that Tyreek Hill at Voluntary OTAs in Florida this week with his new team, the Miami Dolphins. There's been a lot of conversation, Joe, about Tua's left arm. Does he have the arm strength to hit Tyreek Hill streaking down the field, sprinting as fast as the cheetah can, 50 yards down a football gridiron? Well, Tyreek Hill says he has one of the best arms he's ever seen with Tua Tungabailoa and is the most accurate quarterback he has ever played with. I guess we'll wait and see what happens this NFL season. you got to wait and hear what we do next on Football Full Circle. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Back on Football Full Circle, Joe Lisi, Ben Stevens kicking around the NFL action. We left off talking about potential quarterback situations in terms of Tyree Kill in Kansas City. Does it affect the performance of Patrick Mahomes this year, even though Mahomes does have a bevy of talent around him, including Miko Hardeman that plans to step up and take over for Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster. We also have Valdez. Scantling in the mix in terms of potential breakout players for the Chiefs, but I brought it up to Ben in in the break before that, you know, I'm not sold that a team, even though they made it to four AFC championship appearances, can maintain that intensity level each and every game, each and every year. Every time you lose and you don't get there, you take a minor step back in terms of regression. We saw it with Jim Kelly and that Buffalo Bills team when they broke it up. You go to four straight Super Bowls. Well, they never made it back, right? Think of it that way in terms of that type of regression from their dominance in terms of the mid-90s, right? When you look at Kansas City right now, they won the Super Bowl against San Francisco about four, three, four seasons ago. They got back to the AFC Championship game, back to the Super Bowl against Tom Brady and the Bucks. They lose, get blown out in that matchup. All eyes are on the 2021 season. They walked through the motions in the first half of the season. They got knocked around by the Tennessee Titans, got knocked around by some other teams as well, and then all of a sudden, they are in the playoffs. They get back to the AFC Championship game and an underdog in Joe Burrow is an 11.5 point underdog knocks them off their perch after they had a halftime lead. How does that affect the mindset of this team now knowing they didn't get there last year? We got to do it yet again. I'm not sold on that. I think Kansas City could potentially be a 10-win football team this year. That's not a knock on Mahomes. That's not a knock on Andy Reid. It's just where I believe this team is headed. They're slowly regressing, and I think that the players that they picked up are good players, but they're not elite. They're not like Tyreek Hill is, and he's an added dimension that I think we haven't seen in recent years. His ability to break, just stride, and just take it to the house after yards after catch is just a rem- Remarkable. And the fact that Mahomes has that much confidence in Tyreek Hill in any given moment is really where I want to monitor this offense in 2022. How does Mahomes feel with the new wide receivers outside of Hardeman and Kelsey? Does he feel confident enough in a critical spot to go to, to, go to them at any given time? The way he felt 
that way with Cheetah. We're going to have to see because that will either make or break Kansas City's season in, in 2022. Are they a contender? Sure. Anytime Pat Mahomes is under center, they're a contender. But putting them up there right now with Buffalo, I can't do it. Just can't do it. I think Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills are the most complete team in the AFC entering this season. There's concerns as well on the defensive side of the ball, even though they've upgraded. They get Von Miller now. He won a Super Bowl with the L.A. Rams. He's an added piece to that puzzle. Their front seven is as dominant as any team in the NFL, and you can incorporate the L.A. Rams with that, with Aaron Donald. So we'll see how it plays out, Ben. But you know what? I, I'm not sold on Kansas City. I'm, I, I believe Buffalo, head and shoulders, the best team in the NFL for a right, rightful reason. I mean, Josh Allen showed me something, even though they lost that ball game in Arrowhead last year. And I think that's the optimism, Lacey, with a lot of what is happening right now when you look from that odds perspective around the AFC or maybe even in the Super Bowl market. Sorry, I don't know what's happening to my mic right now, Lacey. They don't want us to keep talking shop here on Football Full Circle, but I'm back. I'm back at least as of right now because the Bills are not only the favorites, Joe, to win the AFC, they're also the favorites to win the Super Bowl at plus 650, a dollar in front of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are plus 750, plus 950, the third best odds, that's the number for Kansas City, and then the Rams are 11 to 1, the Packers are 12 to 1 to round out the top five, Lizzie. and it's so interesting when you think about that price on Buffalo, right? A team that has only really won one playoff game in the last five, six, seven years. They haven't really been at that stage. Yes, an incredibly impressive performance on the road in Arrowhead in primetime that gave us one of the best football games we've possibly ever seen, but they still eventually lost that football game. So when you look at the odds on Buffalo this year, the favorites to win the Super Bowl, again, plus 650, the favorites to win the AFC at plus 350 as well, and on top of that, Joe, the odds on minus money favorite at minus 180 to win the AFC East. You would think one of the easier paths through what is going to be a very competitive conference. And we're going to get a gauge of how good Buffalo is week one when they go on the road on Thursday night to square off against the L.A. Rams and Matt Stafford, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, potentially you can make the argument that Buffalo and L.A. are the most complete teams in their respective uh, conferences, right? We talked about L.A. yesterday, and I still believe Buffalo, from top to bottom, has less areas of concern than any other team in terms of the AFC. So, yeah, I, I agree. I think at plus 650 still, that's great value to get the Bills. Now, obviously, they haven't done it. <laughs> we know in how long the Buffalo Bills haven't won a Super Bowl, right? I mean, years. They haven't, yeah. right? So, at the end of the day, though, just to get back there, at plus 650, if you were to take a shot right now, plus 650 on Buffalo, plus 1100 on L.A., I mean, you yeah. get the two best teams in the conference. I mean, that's not a bad bet at all. I can't bet on any other team saying, oh, yeah, they're a sure thing this season. And I feel pretty good about Los Angeles, as we discussed yesterday, Lisey, and the value you are getting on the Rams, the reigning Super Bowl champs, who maybe didn't make the splashiest of moves this hectic offseason where it felt like everybody was doing some monumental blockbuster type of thing. But the Rams added Allen Robinson to their already really good offense. Cam Akers will be healthy yet again, we hope, for a full season. You have Cooper Cup, one of the best wide receivers in the 
NFL. Matthew Stafford clearly showed that in a better offensive system, the numbers also lead to wins. And then defensively, yes, you lose Vaughn Miller, who is fantastic. Joan, I heard you mention how Vaughn Miller going to Buffalo is a huge addition for the Bills, and that's rightfully so. But Vaughn Miller wasn't there for all of the regular season in L.A., a huge part of that postseason run, but not like a staple of this franchise for the past decade that they're not going to be sure what to do without him. You still have the best defensive player in football in Aaron Donald, and you add Bobby Wagner to an already really good defense. The Rams got better maybe this offseason. And I think when you have those plus money prices on L.A., plus 140 in the NFC West, plus 500 tied for the second best odds in the NFC, and plus 1,100 to win a second straight Super Bowl, as Joe just said right there, you don't need the 11 to 1 cash. If it does, fantastic. But you have those two big plus money prices on two of the four best odds in the entirety of the league. It's a pretty good spot to look at right now. And, Lisey, I want to bring up one more point because you host Football Full Circle on the TV side with Mike Blue each and every weekend. You guys are talking college, you're talking NFL. Blewett was on my show the morning after, two days ago. And he's a mm-hmm. great looker at the uh, at the futures market in football. Has a great ability to try to find positions to play it off each other so that if you hit a couple of plus money prices, you're going to be in the, you know, you're going to be in the black. You're going to be feeling really good about where you are towards the end of the time. And he brought up a great point about Buffalo's number right now to win the AFC. They're the favorites at plus 350. They're $1.50 ahead of the Kansas City Chiefs. But Buffalo's start to their year is incredibly difficult. Here's the first couple of weeks of Buffalo's schedule. That season opener on Thursday night against the L.A. Rams, where right now Buffalo is a slight, I believe, one-point favorite. Yes, they are. On the road in Los Angeles. Buffalo a slight one-point favorite on the road against L.A. Then the next week, it's the Tennessee Titans on Monday Night Football. Then it's Miami, a divisional game, on the road in South Beach, which is going to be hot at that time at the end of September. On the road against Baltimore, a home game against Pittsburgh, on the road in Arrowhead for a rematch against Kansas City, then they host the Packers, and that's just to end out October. So the first seven weeks of the year for Buffalo are incredibly difficult. If the Buffalo Bills have a winning record, Joe, after seven weeks, that should be an accomplishment, and they're probably on pace to win 12 or 13 games. But if they're just four and three after week number seven, that price is going to look a lot better on Buffalo to win the AFC, probably with some extra plus money value. Yeah, without a doubt. You're right. You bring up a great point. When you take win totals, you have to go through the schedule. But, I mean, you know, here's the thing. I look at Buffalo's ability to match up against Tennessee. That's not a concern, especially now with A.J. Brown moving on. They match up so well with Miami. I'm a Dolphin fan. There's no way the Dolphins are going to knock off the Bills. Just not going to happen. In the interior, Buffalo holds a significant advantage over the Dolphins. And I'm not sold on Baltimore. I know Baltimore's getting so much love in the conference and by the books. It's Lamar Jackson. I've been the biggest Lamar Jackson supporter. But come on now. You lose Marquise Brown. I'm not sold on Rashad Beaton, Bateman being this elite wide receiver in year number two, okay? J.K. Dobbins is coming off an ACL. Andrews has drop issues. I mean, this offense is not as prolific as we're making it sound. Yes, the defense got better, but at the end of the day, they're one injury away from being handcuffed and one dimensional so and we know the issues about Pittsburgh Green Bay and Kansas City so you know what I still think that Buffalo could go through that that seven game stretch five and two at worst Ben five and two at worst 
Lisa, you bring up a great point on the other side of that token, right? A 4-3 and three record through that very difficult first seven games of the year for Buffalo would still be how good this football team can be. And they could still be an 11, 12, 13-win football team with a team win total at 11.5. But let's say they live up to the hype as the Super Bowl favorites and the AFC favorites, and they go 7-0, and 6-1, even 5-2. and two. The value that I just said you'll get at plus 350 being a longer number, no, 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 no. That's going to be a lot shorter maybe a plus 200 price, a plus 175 price, a much shorter number on Buffalo winning the AFC. We'll continue that conversation because there's a couple of points I need to make about my favorite future bets of this NFL offseason next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. Football Full Circle rolls on thanks to my mic continuing to work here on this Thursday. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159. He's Joe Lisi doing the lion's share of the work here on this Thursday. I am Ben Stevens. Lisi, we're diving into the future prices right now in the NFL based on what we're seeing and hearing from OTAs this week all across the National Football League. And there's a couple of numbers that I love from a divisional perspective. Two of my my favorite best bets at this point of the NFL offseason just a few days away for Memorial Day weekend to end out the month of May. There's also a couple of value spots that I know you like, Lisi. Where's your eye going in the futures market right now? Well, we talked about our teams getting no respect or no love, right? And that's the biggest thing is like, you know, when we break these games down and teams down is do they have complementary pieces to the puzzle, right? Uh, is there a strong foundation, number one? 
quarterback, experienced wide receivers, experienced running backs. It's there, right? So that's what I look at, two yeah. teams in particular. I, be, I was high on Minnesota last year. I was dead wrong. They didn't get over their eight-and-a-half win total. I attribute that all to their former head coach, Mike Zimmer. Couldn't coach his way out of a paper bag. Now we have O'Connell there. We have – um, listen, I'm not – I don't love Kirk Cousins. I've said this numerous right. times, but he is an experienced guy. And when you have Cook and you have Thielen and you have Justin Jefferson, I'll take my chances now with Minnesota, not only to win the division, but the best bet for me is to make the playoffs at plus 102. I love yeah. the fact that the Vikings are getting plus money. I think they could potentially knock off Green Bay if they don't get Green Bay in terms of the division odds. I think they definitely yeah. make a wild card. And the other one happens to be Las Vegas. They, to me, significantly upgraded. They have one of the best wide receivers with Devontae Adams, best tight end in Darren Waller in the in the conference with Travis Kelsey. You get Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, and you get Chandler Jones to go alongside Max Crosby. I'll take my chances with the team that actually made the playoffs last year and pushed Joe Burrow to the limit to make the playoffs this year, Ben, plus 198. Give me that all day long. It is going to be so, so difficult for the teams that are playing and for us, Joe, that like to bet on the games and to try to lay out for all of you out there what the AFC West, the AFC North, and the AFC landscape is going to look like this year. I don't know that the Denver Broncos in their current iteration are actually better than the Las Vegas Raiders. The odds would tell us they are. The odds would tell us the Denver with a 10.5 team win total, although their under has a ton of juice at minus 160, is a better football team than the Las Vegas Raiders. The odds for the Broncos at plus 260 to win the AFC West ahead of the 7-1 to price on the Raiders would tell us it's the Denver Broncos. Raiders, a humble team win total of 8 over juiced at minus 130. What is it about the Broncos that is better than the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, their quarterback is an upgrade. Russell Wilson is better than Derek Carr, but Derek Carr, much more familiar with his team, his city, his organization, and his players than that of Russell Wilson. Yes, Russell Wilson elevates that offense to a different level. Pretty much my overall point being that the Las Vegas Raiders, in my mind right now, Joe, has have as good of a shot to make the postseason than do the Denver Broncos. It's pretty much up in the air. It's a 50-50 shot, in my opinion. Both could do it, but that's how good the AFC West is this year and most likely will continue to be. It's the same way I feel about the Chargers. Nothing is proven right now on the Chargers or the Broncos. The Raiders made the playoffs last year, so we know that's at least a proven entity. And, of course, we know what Kansas City presents in the AFC West. And I'm glad you focused on the AFC West there, Joe, to finish out, because it's in one of my favorite spots within this conference is what we were just discussing, the gauntlet in the division that is the AFC West. The same could be said, at least on paper right now, for the AFC North. But there are so many question marks in the AFC North, except for one team. And it's maybe this idea of negative regression is due. The Bengals so far outperforming relative expectation last year. The third longest odds to even uh, to make this or to to win the Super Bowl for the team that made the Super Bowl. A team that was booked with a team win total at six and a half following a four win season in 2020. Of course, they have to come back down to earth. Last year was an outlier in 2021, or or, or was it, Lisi? 
They have one of the best bright young stars in the game in Joe Burrow at the quarterback position. We know that offense has a lot of potency to it. Joe Mixon in the backfield. Of course, Jamar Chase on the outside. Tyler Boyd on the other side. A ton of strength in their offensive system in my opinion. And what was the biggest knock against the Bengals last year, Joe? The one thing that teams looked to and did exploit often, how shaky of an offensive line the Bengals had a season ago. So what do they do? They go out in the offseason, and that was their one focus. If there was an offensive lineman in free agency, the Bengals at least talked to him and most likely signed him with the likes of Lyle Collins now protecting Joe Burrow on that right side. So the Bengals got better offensively and they shored up the biggest weakness last year in that O-line they still have Jesse Bates back on the other side of the football they still have an incredibly strong secondary they still have a really good defense with Trey Hendrickson Sam Hubbard Larry Ogunjobi I believe is still there on the defensive front as well so you're telling me the team that won the AFC North division the team that represented the AFC in the Super Bowl appearing in that big game is not the favorite to win the AFC North again, at least booked as the favorite. They're plus 210 behind the Baltimore Ravens, who Joe laid out some of the concerns about Baltimore this year, although I'm a little bit more high on the Ravens, I think, because having a healthy Lamar Jackson can certainly change any game that you're in in the NFL on a weekly basis. And they're behind the Cleveland Browns. The 2-1 to one Cleveland Browns tied as the co-favorite price for Baltimore. I know it's only 10 cents of difference from Cincinnati at plus 210, from Baltimore and Cleveland at plus 200, but give me that value each and every single day of the week. It's my favorite bet in the AFC, probably the only one I'll make from a divisional or conference odds standpoint right now, Joe, because I'm not entirely sure how to handicap the rest of the gauntlet that is the AFC. I'm with you, and they're minus 116 to make the playoffs as well, and I'm a buyer of Joe Burrow. Listen, it doesn't matter if you put a couple of garbage cans outside of Joe Burrow at the wide receiver position, he's going to find a way to score touchdowns. That's what I love about Joe Burrow. The kid is ice. In a big spot, he knows the offensive line broke down. Guess what? He was standing in the pocket delivering the football when when the, the game was on the line, and that's the one thing you cannot teach in a quarterback is the intangibles, the will to win just like Tom Brady. That's the biggest thing I see in Joe Burrow. Forget the arm strength. Forget the accuracy. It's that the kid hates to lose. He's going to find a way to pull ball games out. You cannot teach that. The kid plays with a chip on his shoulder. And to me, that's the biggest thing in terms of when you're betting on a team, especially on the NFL level, and I'll go back to the Kyler Murray uh, conversation that we had yesterday, the difference between body language of Joe Burrow last year when he was getting his ass kicked all over the the ground in Nashville and again in Kansas City, how he stood in the fire and found a way to pull those ball games out as opposed to the the body language of Kyler Murray saying, oh, I don't have my best wide receiver. The offensive line isn't blocking. You have to step up and you have to find ways to pull pull ball games out. And Joe Burrow has heart. And you can't teach that. I think this team is legit. We're talking about a conference where every team, they have a quarterback that hasn't done it right now. Right? Trubisky hasn't done it. Deshaun Watson hasn't done it. And we don't even know how long Deshaun Watson's going to be out for Cleveland. You're telling me yeah. Cleveland's still a front runner if Deshaun Watson misses 8 to 10 games? If they have Nick Mullins as their quarterback, come on. And then Lamar, I love him, but at the end of the day, what if he gets hurt? He's shown a propensity to get hurt now. That's a concern. 
Absolutely so, and that's why I love that price on the Bengals. And Joe brings up a really good point on the Cleveland Browns. We still need to see the eligibility moving forward for Deshaun Watson. I feel like there's a temperature around the league, Joe, where there's at least an expected suspension for Deshaun at this point in violation of the personal conduct policy in the National Football League. How long that suspension is, we're not entirely sure. But if it's four or six games, that's a good third of the season virtually right there for the Cleveland Browns. So when it comes to the divisional market in the AFC North, winning the division is a regular season award. Let's say through the first six games, Cleveland goes two and four. Deshaun comes back in the final 10. They go eight and two and find find their way into a wild card spot. There's 17 games now, so maybe they go nine and two in the final 11, whatever it is. They find their way into a wild card spot. There could be some value then on that point in the Cleveland Browns to win the AFC, but they're probably not going to win the AFC North title if Deshaun is out for at least a third of the season. That's a regular season award versus the postseason odds market that you have for the conference championship. And that's why Cincinnati at plus 210 has that value in my mind. In my mind right now, for Cincinnati at plus 210, I absolutely love that price. Again, it's going to be difficult as all heck to try to handicap the AFC throughout this year, to try to pick a divisional winner in this AFC North with so much up in the air, or the AFC West where there's so much promise and very little proven outside of the Kansas City Chiefs, but there's that expectation. So when you can find a plus money price that you feel rather strongly about, it's time to dive in, Joe, and that's certainly how I feel about Cincinnati, and that's why I like your value plays on the other side in the NFC. You have to find value in areas where maybe other other people or other experts or the books aren't valuating a certain area, right? I mean, we don't know. You know, I, I think the books, when you look at your, your assessment in terms of Cincinnati, they know when they establish, let's say, Deshaun coming to Cleveland and Lamar Jackson maybe getting an upgrade in terms of the defense and the offensive playmakers, knowing that the public are going to back those players because they're more key stars right? Joe Burrow, for the most part, came on late. It's still Cincinnati. They're not looked at as some of the other mm-hmm. potential teams, right? And, and that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing right now, is that they know they could suck in public money if they put in them and instill them as the front runners, let's say, in the division. It's all a mind game. That's what the books do, and I keep saying it, too. Yeah, they use algorithms to assess certain things, but they're also, their job is to take our money, so they know mm-hmm. From a perception standpoint, if we price it here, let's say, in front of Cincinnati, it's going to make people think, why is Cincinnati, who won the division, behind these other two teams? Maybe I should take a shot and throw some money on this. It's just a way of evening it out, but it's a game that the books potentially play. Joe, as your good friend, as is my good friend, or a sportsbook conciliary and advisor on this network, Dave Sherapan, a former odds maker will tell you, oftentimes those models, those ratings, those algorithms put together an expected price of what they think is the most likely outcome, but then you post the number out there for the betting public to have its hands on. You post a number that entices action. You post a number that the public is going to bet. So if you post that number at plus 200 to build up all this 
hype behind the Cleveland Browns, you hope the public goes and grabs it because it is a relatively public price. And the Browns, even with Baker Mayfield, were always that public team that there was always the eternal optimism for each and every offseason. It's a great point you just made, Lisey. It's a great point you just made about how the futures market works right now and how you need to evaluate it. But Joe Burrow wins. Joe Burrow's a winner. He was at LSU. He has certainly been in his two years in the NFL at Cincinnati. They get my love, Lisey. One final other thought on the other side of the break as we round out this Thursday edition of Football Full Circle on Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Ben Stevens. We've been talking divisional odds in the very difficult conference known as the AFC for this upcoming year, 2022, in the National Football League. We round out this Thursday edition of Football Full Circle live here on the Sports Grid Radio Network and Sirius XM Channel 159 in just a couple of moments. I'm Ben Stevens. He is Joe Lisi. Joe, you said Buffalo was the best team in football during this show. I would agree right now. I really think Buffalo, on paper, has what it takes to be a true and legitimate Super Bowl contender. And it's not just us saying that, Lee. See, they're the favorites to win the Super Bowl on FanDuel at plus 650. They're the favorites to win the AFC at plus 350. And with how difficult that conference is going to be, Joe, here's how you start to correlate the markets. We've been talking divisional odds all day long and saying where the value might be in the difficult AFC West and AFC North. But according to the odds, Lisey, it's Buffalo's division in the AFC East. Minus 180, that favored price, a heavy minus money number on the Buffalo Bills. Do you think they have the easiest path to the AFC postseason? 
I do. Uh, they are, in my opinion, the strongest team in the interior. And what I mean by that is offense and defense lines, not just in the in their own AFC East and in the division, but in the whole conference. I really believe that just from head to toe from watching them last year and seeing what they put in place this year in terms of their draft and their off-the-field off free agent moves. So, And on top of that, Ben, you know what they have more than any other team right now? They have a chip on their shoulder because of the way they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. They're hungry. They should be focused. No no week one loss to Pittsburgh after they have the 10 nothing first quarter lead to Big Ben Roethlisberger and the crew, right, where they fell off a grid and lost that ball game in upstate New York. So I think they get it done this year. They're getting my money. And that's the expectation. That's where the odds stand right now. Your Buffalo Bills plus 650. The favorites to win Super Bowl 57 next February out in the desert in Glendale, Arizona. I'm Ben Stevens. He's Joe Lisi. This was a Thursday on Football Full Circle. But up next on Sports Good Radio, it's the Money Line with Donnie Wrightside and Kevin Walsh. Stay right here. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.